Today's episode is brought to you by Me Undies. Me Undies are the undies that I have on me. Also, today we're brought to you by Factor. Factor is going to be the factor that gets you looking good and feeling right when you eat that good food. Now let's jump into this podcast. Hello, everybody. It's time for Ghost and Friend Dogs. Friend Dogs in the morning. In the morning. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the episode of Cax and Crendor in the morning. It's exciting time. Oh boy, you sold me. <laughs> it is exciting time, folks. Buckle up. Get ready. Uh, stay in your seats. Do not exit the seats uh, until we are in the air and have fully lifted off. Do not, do not exit the seats. <laughs> do not. If you're sitting down, stay seated. This is yep. that kind of episode. Yep. You can't. You can't get up for this one. This one's gonna be intense. You get up, you're gonna get a little dizzy, lightheaded. Yep. You have like warm wash over your body. It's gonna be awkward. <laughs> stay seated. Um. So how you doing? I am doing uh lovely. Just lovely. I uh boy, let me tell you, let me tell you. Do tell. Once more, dear friend, the intersection of doom strikes. <laughs> Never stops. This time it was a dude in a red Tesla with like six girls in the car. And I can't tell <clears throat> if this guy was the boyfriend of one of them. Or like a ride share because it is LA and right. people be ride sharing, uh, you know, various Teslas and things. Was this man older or the same age as them? Uh, great question. He looked, I would say maybe either young 40s, late 30s, and the girls looked, I don't know, late 20s. Okay. Uh, I was thinking so, it was going to be like some Hugh Hefner thing where he's like 70. Oh, no, 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 no. Like I would have noticed that immediately. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, yes. That would be the whole yeah. story. Um, <laughs> there's multiple lanes in this turn right. We're turning right. He's in the furthest left. He wants to turn right even though that lane is a straight lane, right? Yeah. So first off, he's holding up all the traffic behind him while everyone else is trying to turn right. But there's pedestrians walking across the crosswalk. So he, he clearly can't just like cut in front of all of us. Yeah. So he's waiting. We're waiting. The cars behind us start honking. (laughs) Everyone's going crazy. Finally, the pedestrians who are also slowing down to figure out why everyone's honking. Now they finally make it across. And then we all start to turn. But he's like, I'm turning too. So he starts turning. And the girls in the car, you can clearly see they're a little panicked because he's turning into traffic that is already going. Yeah. So because I'm just a guy who doesn't want to get killed, I uh, let him cut in front of me. So now I'm following him. I'm like, okay, well, at least that madness is over. We go down the street, maybe, I don't know, to like three blocks to the main street. And we both turn right on, onto this main street. And this main street is pretty big. It's a big LA street. And he now decides, I, I don't know if something happened. I don't know what he says to himself. I need to get these girls to that in and out burger, which <laughs> is five lanes left. So he goes from the furthest right lane where I'm behind him across all of the traffic going our direction, all the traffic, uh, you know, oncoming traffic into the the drive-thru thing for In-N-Out Burger. (laughs) Just cuts right across through. Almost killed like five people. It was, I saw cars are swerving and I could, I was so happy to be behind him and not anywhere else in that (laughs) room because I could watch it happen, but he almost caused like a five car pileup. Yeah, that's pretty bad. It was the craziest, craziest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. How is that's that's got to be like an Uber thing, then, right? I I would imagine because that seems like a lot of the time when someone does something crazy, like they do a wacky turn, it's because they're an Uber or a Lyft or whatever, and they missed a turn. So they're like, I gotta go, and they're like, get out <laughs> the way, and you just have to sit there and let them, which is insane. <laughs> It is, yeah, you just you just let it happen. That's like, it becomes NASCAR driving, but like insane NASCAR driving. Yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes you got to get there, I guess. It's crazy. 
And then I saw, you know how like in my area there's a bunch of those little scooters and the oh, now yeah. they have uh, phone powered bikes and stuff. Yeah, it's <laughs> madness. Some dude, I guess, either got tired of it or it was like a crazy person. I don't know who took one of those scooters. Uh, there's like a CVS near me, and out front of the CVS they have a bunch of uh, electronic power stations. Dude took the the one of the scooters and just beat the ever-living shit out of those power stations. <laughs> they are destroyed. And all of the, the scooters and the bikes around it broken into pieces. I don't know who did this. I don't know what kind of statement they were trying to make, but it looked like a war zone. It was crazy. I have no idea when they pulled this off. What the shit? I, I'm telling you. I'm, <laughs> I don't know if he was like a guy who was driving behind a whole pack of scooter people, which, by the way, scooter people, it's a thing. Like, packs of them. Packs of them. That's like definitely 30 or 40 thing. on little scooters driving down the street. It's crazy. That is 100%. 100% LA. Oh, yeah. They have, like, uh, light shows. The other night I saw one that it was a mix of scooter people and people on rollerblades, and they all had, like, glowing lights, like, RGB effects. <laughs> there was, like, 30 or 40 of them rolling down the street. <laughs> What the Crazy. shit? Crazy. I was like, this is the most LA shit I've ever seen. Yeah, this is like something out of like a Batman movie, like <laughs> one of the gang's Batman fights. <laughs> the scooter gang. Yeah, it really was. It was so bizarre. I was like, man, this town's crazy. Yeah, that's that's not something you're gonna see anywhere else, I don't think. Maybe like <laughs> Portland or like Seattle. Yeah, definitely it has like a big city like New York, like a big city vibe. Oh, that would Probably not Probably Miami. Happen. You definitely see this in Miami. Yeah, maybe Miami. No, I don't think any of the cold places like New York or Chicago or anything. It's like it's too much. Like, you know, you only get to do that like four months out of the year, which is why they do. I think like uh, you've seen those videos of like bike gangs, like gangs of like, I don't know, 18 year olds on, on bicycles. Have you seen that? <laughs> no, <laughs> I guess that's because I watch a lot of public freak out. Shout out to that <laughs> Reddit. Go. It's great. Uh, but there's a group of videos that I've seen online of. I don't know, like 20 or 30 dudes on like tricked out bicycles <laughs> and they ride down the streets of clearly New York, except they try to dodge cars while they do it. Huh. So they pop a wheelie and they're pedaling on just like, you know, the back wheel. And then they like swerve at cars what the and shit? try to dodge them. It's crazy. <laughs> and uh, I know that's New York. So, you know, every city got its crazy people. That is true. Um, <laughs> huh. <laughs> That is true. <laughs> that oh, is true. You got a real think on that one. <laughs> hmm. I mean, every town in the world has its crazy people. Even like probably some town of like 40 people. They're always going to be like, ah, there's crazy man Jenkins, right? Just sitting there. Like every, I would every wager town. that a town of 40 people has more crazy people than normal people. It's probably a little skewed towards that. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going <laughs> to live in a town of 40, there's got to be like, you got to have a little something, something off. You know yeah. what I mean? No, they're if you don't want yeah. out of that situation of like, oh, there's no one in this town and it's a little creepy. If you don't want to leave that, you know. There's probably a, a few, lot of drugs. A few marbles missing. Definitely drugs. <laughs> no, that's where the drugs come through to be packaged. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. That's um, why there are 40 people who live there. I was going to bring up that okay. I randomly stumble across... Uh, the uh, the top tier stream AI Seinfeld, dude, love it, <laughs> love it is amazing. For people who don't know what this is, will you describe it to them? Yes. Okay. So AI Seinfeld is what AI was meant for. Uh, you know, there's so many issues with AI. Just you know, just big. Yeah, you know, it's AI. But this is the thing AI should be used for. This is they've <laughs> recreated Seinfeld. But through AI technology, so it's just, it's all random, you know, it's just the AI and they got like the, like four main characters of Seinfeld, uh, just, you know, having a, having a good time in the, uh, the apartment. It's either they're in an apartment playing out a skit or it's Seinfeld Larry doing his stand up, or it's like the TV guide and it just rotates randomly and that's it. There's nothing like special about it. It's just all random segment. And it works because Seinfeld, I guess, really is just random life segments. So it kind of plays into that. But it's it's fantastic. I just can't stop watching. It is 
the best way I've, I've thought of it is it is so random and weird and totally bizarre and a little uncomfortable, but at the same time, you can't look away because it is also hilarious. Yeah. And the best way to describe it is I saw, I don't remember who I saw write this up, but it was, uh, it's like watching David Lynch's Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah. Which is why I think you like it. It's, it's, <laughs> I it, think it is. It has such a weird quality to it that is only amplified by the fact that Twitch chat loves it. They're so into it. <laughs> And anytime, yeah. you know, Larry, who's Jerry Seinfeld's character, Larry shows up, everyone's like, hi, Larry. Or, you know, he goes, bye. And everyone in chat goes, bye, Larry. Like, everyone yeah. loves it. And all the jokes are so weird. Like, one of the best clips, I was actually there live for it, so I'm glad it got clipped. But mm. Jerry uh, asks, no, no, George asks Jerry the meaning of life. And Jerry starts pontificating on life. And George, I guess, glitches and flies away in the background <laughs> and then ends up on the couch. And it's nothing funny is said. It's just the fact that they, like AI glitched and he flies in the background while Jerry's like, and I feel like when we think about life and it's just in the back, it's hilarious. All of that is kind of the vibe. Yeah, it's and sometimes it makes sense. Sometimes it doesn't make sense. Sometimes it's really random. Like, I was watching one, and she was just, like, uh, the, the Elaine's talking to George. She's just like, did you say you were going to go to the gym? And he's like, yes, I plan on going to the gym. And she's like, you always stop going to the gym. Why even try anymore? <laughs> and was like, holy shit. And he's like, well, you need to try things, because if you don't try, you will not succeed. And then he's he, like, stops, and he's just like, wait. What was I talking about? And she's like, you were talking about going to the gym. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's right. And just like weird shit like that happens. And that just goes like the everything just cuts. Like it's end scene and they just stand there with silence. And yeah, then it just the goes silence, like, boop, boop, boop. The silence <laughs> is the best part. And then it goes boom, ba -doop, boop, boop. And then it's another scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's hilarious. It's like doo, 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 doo. <laughs> It's so good. Yeah. I love it. But yeah, it, it reminds me of those old Twitch like times of like seven eight years ago where they had like twitch watches like pokemon or they'd watch or they'd play pokemon or they'd watch like you know bob ross it's or they'd exactly watch, what like, it movies. is it feels yeah, exactly it, with the chat it's it fun. feels like a community thing with the chat and I, I don't know if watching it alone would be as fun but seeing the chat react so. <laughs> there's something about it that it's in the moment of it just being really weird and really silly and the thing is, is it can go on forever it yeah. is created by an, an a group as an art project, I believe. And mm -hmm. they wanted to try and use all these different AI things. And in the end, they just decided on making a, a Seinfeld show, except it's all generated by AI and can go on forever. The whole idea is it's a channel that's supposed to never end. I'm convinced they've made a bajillion dollars. Oh, 100%. That thing point? has been running nonstop. <laughs> it really has. And I think they've started playing ads, obviously. Yeah. That they, I mean, like, they are pulling in. The least number I've seen was maybe 8,000 people. Yeah. No, it usually hovers between, like, eight and 15,000. Not, that's not bad for a channel of nothing. I saw those tweets this week. I don't even know if they're troll tweets or not. The people that tweet about, like, the, the starting screen and then the microphone. Where they're like, you better get a good microphone if you want to start doing this business. I think I think that girl was trying to troll. Um, that's what I, I thought. I just... Everyone was getting really upset, and I was like, I don't know if this is a troll now. But then I saw Sam say that it was a troll, and I was like, all right, he probably knows, because Sam's a yeah, little bit of a troll. Sam does yeah. know everybody, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For some <laughs> reason, everyone. Literally and, everyone. But uh, I was like, okay. So I, I, I don't really, like, I've long ago stopped giving a shit what anyone thought about how I run my business. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> that, none of that. I was like, no, nah, I don't care. But uh, people were losing their mind. Like, I'm going to play eight hours of my intro i was like all right that sounds funny like whatever, whatever i was gonna do, do that anyway i was gonna do like a 24-hour stream of my intro hilarious i love that yeah <laughs> yeah you can only do that so few times you'll do like once once and then everyone's like all right that's the goof can't keep doing it you know yeah i think i just find troll humor annoying now i don't know when i was younger i was like oh but now i'm kind of over it I mean, you can be, like, kind of dry. I mean, most of my humor is like that, but it's not to that extent of just, like... But you like, never try to, to, to 
like get aggro on anyone. You're not trying to piss. No. Like trolling is like I'm gonna doing this to piss someone off. Yeah, you're you're more talking about trolling straight up, B making a goof or like doing something because you think it's funny and like it's not gonna hurt anyone. Fine. Like you know, the idea of trolling is to like get someone pissed to the point where they don't realize that you're just goofing. Yeah. And I don't like. Why am I trying to piss people off? I don't got time for that. Although that's a lie. That's a lie. Uh, I don't know. A little bit ago, a couple of weeks back, I did troll both uh, the the Finns and the Swedes by saying <laughs> they both spoke the same language. That pissed off everyone. I did it on purpose just because I knew true. it would. So you yeah, also, all right, never uh, mind. I can't say shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm no, a hypocrite. Never mind. <laughs> Jesse Hypocrite Cox, right well, back that's at me. it. There he is. Um, <laughs> that's, uh, I was also going to bring up your Patreon, because I tweeted this at you, because I was like, I, I'm going to rework some of my Patreon stuff, because my Patreon yep. has just been me updating everyone, and then doing an AMA, and then doing a Q&A podcast. That's all my Patreon sure. is. So I was like, you know what? I gotta do some more stuff. So I was like, I'm gonna go check out the Jesse Cox Patreon, see Great. what he's doing over there. Yeah. Right? Uh, and I saw Jesse Cox feet pictures. Yeah, so um, how do I describe this? Uh -huh. I'm sure I'm gonna hear about this tomorrow at <laughs> the office. This will be lovely. Yeah. Uh, I was in the kitchen of our office making coffee, and Alejandro, one of my many, many, I'm going to say for the moment, good employees, <laughs> walks up, takes a photo of my feet. I'm like, what? And he's like, oh, it's for Patreon. I said, okay. And just like, what about my business? <laughs> and the next thing I see is you go, Jesse, Co like, what the hell is going on over there? <laughs> Jesse Cox feet pics. And I was like, what is going on over there? <laughs> you yeah, don't even know what's um, going on. <laughs> so what happens is uh, every so often, the team here at the office, a different one of them will post a kind of like their perspective of what's going on or, uh, you know, like an update uh, of what's going on here, but through their lens. Right. Mm -hmm. And so uh, they always try to, you know, each one, each one of my team is a unique snowflake in their own right. <laughs> and then Alejandro just Alejandro's and his, his, his goof, I guess this time was to take feed pics. And uh, it's literally just my me and my shoes. I have no idea what. I think it's just the title. But uh, I figured yeah. as much. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um. So we do that, and we do like a bunch of other things. But I just always, yeah. Every so often, they're like, "Okay, Jesse, here's an idea for Patreon." I'm like, "Oh boy, yeah. <laughs> what is it?" <laughs> All right, it's always something that involves me embarrassing myself in some way. <laughs> what's your What's the top things people like on your Patreon? Like, how did I describe this? YouTube sucks, I guess, is the start. Right. <laughs> and if you do anything that goes against the overall metric algorithm nonsense. So, like, um, if you uh, – this is a great example. I used to do, you know, like, Let's play things. Right. And then in, interspersed with that, I would have some of the role play stuff that I did. And the role play stuff has a minimal audience. It's one of those things where, like, if you aren't keen on the show, like, you're not going to watch. Or right. if you aren't caught up, you're not going to watch. And so – the VODs existed as just a, I'm going to save these VODs because I had fun doing it, right? Mm. But view-wise, they were significantly lower than everything else. And yeah. after talking with YouTube a bunch, they were like, that lower view thing brings everything else down. Oh, uh, I see. So if you have a show that has, you know, 100,000 views and one that has 6,000 views, that 6,000 view mark algorithmically pulls your entire channel down oh. and so they kept saying get rid of it get rid of it get rid of it but a lot of the things that weren't doing well algorithmically were some of the fan favorite things and so it just seemed like a natural transition to say okay things like fan friday that have ups and downs based on what the game is that's something that should be moved to patreon yeah so that people who enjoy it and who are the fans that are willing to be part of a Patreon, they're probably going to want to see that stuff. So we're giving it to them. And then things that, you know, are general audience stuff that are for the growth of the channel, that's still on the channel, that kind of thing. So what I need to do is I need to put things that don't get viewed well on YouTube on the Patreon, but that people like. Like, yeah, a, like exactly. a non-content type of thing. Because if, uh, exactly. if I put it up, 
usually non-content. It's only getting, you know, the, the main people. You're not hitting the main algorithm of, like, Jimmy down in Florida is like, why is this thing on my feed? Right? You're just hitting people that know me. So I think that is better on Patreon. And then, uh, I need feet pics, apparently. Obviously. You yeah. know, like, I kind of keep thinking, like, um, kind of funny has this vibe that they do where they have an entire series of shows and all these different things and their Patreon pays for all of it. And then they release some of it on YouTube. It's pretty much their, their MO, which is why, uh, their presence online is huge, but they're like, YouTube stuff is like, whatever it's middling, but their online presence, they're everywhere. Like Greg Miller's everywhere. And it's cause he has such a strong fundamental base with all of his supporters and people that really like his content. And I think at the end of the day, you, you know, be it with this podcast or, you know, a live show or whatever. You will always have a strong group of supporters who are there and being able to like give them better content and like cater to what they want at the same time while trying to, uh, grow your channel more widely is like the biggest thing in our space, right? It's, mm. it's how do I get everyone interested in what I'm doing while at the same time, keep the people that have been here from the beginning happy. And that's the give and take. You have to figure out kind of how that works. It's difficult. That's for sure. Yeah. So right now I'm always like, guys, I know I only do, uh, I only do like a Q and a and an AMA over here. And then everyone's like, we're just supporting you. And I'm like, yeah, but I need to like do something. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's the thing that I have as well. Is there a lot of people who are just like, look, we're just supporting you. We're helping fund this project or this project. I'm like, thank you. That means the world to me. But I also feel guilty. Like how can I, how yeah. can I make this worth <laughs> your while? Yeah. Yeah. I understand. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe I'll throw some Warhammer stuff up there. That'd be fun. Uh, you're all, the for the big oil princes. I'll record some audio, just an audio clip a month. You know, it's like it's like that Fiverr thing, right? Where people pay uh, five bucks and you go like, "Hey, Jimmy, happy birthday!" Right? Is that what they do? I, I, don't, I don't think it's the same. I think that's two different websites you're conflating. But I think yeah, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I think that what you should do is literally just go and ask, what do you want? Uh, not like, am I all right? Are you like, what would you want from me? What would you like to see here? And then, you know, like uh, pick the thing that you feel most passionate about being able to pull off. All right. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's a great way to spruce up patreon.com slash crandor. Shameless. Utterly <laughs> shameless. <laughs> Well, I learned it from Patreon.com slash Jesse Cox. <laughs> wow. Um, now that's my kind of shameless. <laughs> so you got to save the YouTube for like the, the crazy. Like I, I thought of an idea today where I was like, you know how there's, there's those videos of like, I ate 40 slices of pizza and this is what happened. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. I need to do that. But in my style, like the to hit the alley, be like, I ate one slice of pizza and this is what happened. Right. You're probably still going to hit that algorithm, but people are going to be like, you know, it's a goof because they know the the big honking stories of like, I ate 800 slices, but like one slice, you're still going to be like, well, something crazy has got to happen in this. And then they click it and nothing crazy happens. You know what? There's been a few of those that I've clicked on where it's been like, I did this insane thing. And then you click on it. And it's not really that insane when you see what they're doing. It's like, uh, you know, I ate 800 slices of pizza. And then you watch the video and it's like over a seven year period. <laughs> yeah. I ate print. 800. So you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> what? <laughs> or you click on it and they're just like, what's up, guys? How's it going? This is going to be a crazy video. Remember to like, comment, subscribe. And, you know, this video, I put a lot of effort into this one. You know, really appreciate you helping the channel. Um, so let's just get into the video. And then it still doesn't get into the video. And then you're just like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, there's this, I saw this dude who was like, I dry aged the oldest steak in America. And you're like, okay. And it's literally just him talking for like 25 minutes before he even starts. I'm like, bro, I don't have time for this. I was like, skip, 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 <laughs> skip, skip. Just show me the meat. Show, what's this thing look like? Does it taste good? I don't give a damn about the rest of this. I don't want to hear the backstory of where this meat came from. Like, let's keep going. The only time I care about any of that is there's a dude who does historical cooking. Uh, I don't know his name, so I can't give him a real shout out. But he does like, uh, you know, French fries from ancient Rome. And you're like, wait a minute, but ancient Rome didn't have potatoes. So you can watch this video and you get to see like what it actually was or 
Uh, he did, you know, like a, a pizza, like the origins of pizza. And, what, and so it's both a history lesson and it's him cooking. Yeah. Love it. Love that stuff. But that's because I'm learning a thing. Yeah. I, when I watch a dude who's like, so my friend and I, we were talking about getting this steak. And the friend's like, it was a crazy idea. He's like, yeah, <laughs> it was pretty crazy. And so we went, first we went to this one place to find it, but they didn't have it there. No, bro, bro, that place was crazy. You forgot that bro, that place was fucking crazy, bro. Well, that was because it had Philly the, behind the del, deli there. Oh, yeah. And that, I know, right, dude? That guy was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> but he didn't have the meat we were looking for. So instead, we went downtown to Focaccia John's. Oh, now, yeah, we were down Focaccia John. It's a great place. It's one of Yo, my favorite shout stores. Out Focaccia John. Remember Focaccia John? You know, straight up. Hashtag Focaccia John. Hashtag, hashtag sponsored. Hashtag Focaccia John. Hashtag sponsored by HelloFresh. <laughs> <laughs> And so we got there, and it's literally just them going on, and it just keeps going. And you're like, bro, show me the meat. Let's get to the point. I, I, I would, I, if you have a, if you have like a, a, a video where it's about you and the oldest piece of meat, I want to see that meat before it was old. I want to see the meat after it was old. I want to see you cook it. I want to see you eat it. I don't want anything else. And then they're like, all right, but really now, let's get into the the meat of the video, and then it just cuts <laughs> right to an ad. <laughs> you're like. <laughs> yeah, no, I, oh, yeah. Yeah, not it only upsets that, me tremendously. The, the in-video ad with a YouTube ad to just double hit you. Before, years ago, I probably would have watched the whole thing. But mm. something, I don't know if it's like the TikTok generation or whatever, something in the last, since like 2017, <laughs> I have no patience for long videos. I can't, when I make a long video, I'm blown away anyone watches it. I, <laughs> I, 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 I can't, I can go about like, Six minutes before I start asking, <laughs> how long is this video? It depends. Some video, it's like what you said, where I'm watching something where it's like entertaining and I'm learning something. Those are usually the ones I'll watch. But if it's just like, not like a random ass long video to be long, I'm like, I don't care. And it's, I'm kind of like that on TikTok. If I'm looking through my TikToks and some, some video or a TikTok's just like, oh my God, guys. This is, don't skip this because you're not going to, and I look at like the bars, like four minutes. I'm like, I don't care. Skip. Speaking of TikTok, there is, so you know how TikTok in China is different from TikTok in this, I guess the rest of the world, right? I think everything in China is different from Well, apparently because TikTok is like a, a Chinese owned entity. Yeah. The videos in China are all educational, but they're allowed to be whatever in the rest of the world. But you can't make like. Goofy dance videos on TikTok in China for some reason. Oh, uh, it's like a different system. It's like a very sanitized, right? Yeah. And so every so often on my feed, now I get it a lot more because I kept watching them. But there's a dude in China, and it's him walking around at like an old. It looks like barely anyone lives there. Village, <laughs> but he's all dressed, looking great, and he goes around and he talks to all the different people that live there. And he buys food, and at the end of the, the TikTok, he makes the food, and, and it's got this peaceful, serene music in the background, and all, all the comments are like, dude, if I could live there and live that life, that'd be amazing. Oh my god, I have to watch all your videos. Oh, this is so cool. It's so different, right? I looked at his videos, because I, I too was like, oh, this guy, this is so neat. This guy's like just going around doing his thing, and it's very peaceful. It's something I think probably you'd really enjoy. Where he like just makes fun weird food in China, and it's very he like gets stuff from like the old Chinese lady who runs like the shop. And but if you scroll down far enough, his first few videos are all him on a Chinese comedy show. Oh, where I think it's supposed to, the goof is supposed to be like he's a black dude in China. I guess is like the goof of the comedy show. I I honestly don't know, but it's like a real live ass comedy show. But that's one like maybe like the first two or three TikToks. Everything after that is him not in a big city, not in a comedy show, but in the countryside cooking. And I'm convinced because of that fact that I I'm this has to be propaganda. Oh, 100%. This has to like <laughs> there's no like it is so wholesome and so and so nice and Yeah, that's always that's always a, a red flag. If everything looks perfect, red flag. Right, it's just so. I'm gonna hold on. I'm gonna find this for you and just show you one thing All because right. this is the guy's TikTok. 
Right. I'm not gonna. We're not gonna shout it out. Okay. Uh, just because I don't want it, this guy bombarded. Right. But you can see on his TikTok, you can click any video. But if you scroll all the way to the bottom, dude is like looking like a G. Oh yeah. What? <laughs> and there's one video of him with like an older man in like a suit. But then it's also them in the countryside. It's very bizarre. But then if you go up to like, I don't know, there's one video called, uh, I don't know, click any video. You click any video, tell me what you want to watch. All right, I am, I was clicking the older ones. I'm going to click a, uh, let's see, I'm going to click, what is this? Uh, all right, here's Hot Pot. I do hot like pot, Hot great. Pot. Hot Pot time. All, all right. right, yes. Click it. All right. Describe it to the audience, please. Uh, he is wearing one of those flap-eared hats. Very vibrant colored, uh, I think, Chinese uh, shirt. He's getting an old-timey hot pot. He's playing the Studio Ghibli song <laughs> that plays at the credits, uh, the credits of uh, Spirited Away, I believe. Is this true? I have no idea what it the is. song was. I have no idea. Yep. Uh, that song may be from something else, but I know they play it at the end of Spirited Away. So then it's just him and like veggies and seafood and just he's going crazy. Yeah, he's just he's chopping up veggies. But it's like really peaceful though, right? Like it's... It is. If you ignore the fact that the background kind of looks like he's in an abandoned home. <laughs> yeah. Everything else about it is like kind of peaceful. The music and this dude's just cooking. Yeah. Yeah, and then he's got everything ready for the hot pot. Putting it all down. Now he's putting the coals into the hot pot yep. thing. I guess pot. <laughs> he's putting in seafood. Now he's putting the pot lid onto the pot. Now he's making sauce. It is a very peaceful video. And then my dude just like goes to town on the food. Yeah, he's eating it. Yeah, and that's like the whole video. And he sits there, he's like, mmm, it's so good. And then all the comments are like, your videos bring peace to my life. Uh, I don't understand why these keep coming up, uh, as, but they're some of my favorite videos. Sir, I don't know how I ended up on this side of TikTok, but I'm invested now. <laughs> You're definitely my new favorite creator. You make me want to live abroad. How can I get your coat? Like, I, you know, it's so peaceful there. You're living your dream. Like, all this kind of stuff. But again, yeah. you go back to his first videos, and it makes it seem fake. That's the problem. Is yeah. he, Man's got to delete those. For, he's trying to like covert get us. Because literally, <laughs> all of his videos seem like, come to China, live a peaceful life. Everything is provided. It's wonderful. Yeah. And then you go down to his first videos, and it's him in like, a suit jacket, walking through a sound stage. Like, you know, <laughs> he's a professional TikToker, all this shit. And I'm just like, what? There's a, one of the videos is it's me and my Chinese friend, and it's him and like I assume just a rich ass old man. <laughs> yeah, I see there, that. I have so so many questions, and <laughs> until I have answers, it seems like it seems like it's all for show, right? It seems fake. I would say so. I'd like to believe it's not, but the. The actual like realist side of me is like it's, it's got to be fake. Right, here's another like here's another thing. Go down in his video second row, uh, third video. Literally him on TV. Yeah, he's literally on TV. That's that's it's suspicious, right? Suspicious. It's a little suspicious. <laughs> I feel like they're not just gonna put you on TV in China. <laughs> right? Exactly. I, exactly. You're not just gonna like end up on TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, no, if, if they're going to put you on TV, they have to know, like, they know everything about you. <laughs> Which makes me think that maybe this is a show on TV, where this maybe. dude is like, I don't, I don't know, but it strikes me as being very strange, and I, it keeps popping up on my feed, and now I don't watch them as much. Before, I'd be like, oh, I gotta, I gotta see what the hell this guy's doing, and then I realized, wait a minute, this could be... And now it keeps popping up. And the fact that all the comments are like, I don't know how this showed up on my feed, but I love it. <laughs> I'm telling you. 
I'm a, it's like a little concerning, and I don't want to be conspiracy e, but like it's. I'm like, okay. I wonder what other videos show up that are like, I don't know how this got here, but man, Chinese yeah. life seems so peaceful and serene. Unlike my complicated American life, like it's just, I don't know. Yeah, and you know, you just. It, it definitely feels suspicious. I, I would not. I would not. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I had to show it to you. I had to because it's just. Yeah, I'm glad I saw a this little sus. Just a little <laughs> tiny bit. <laughs> um, well, you know what's not sus? Damn, perfect, great. <laughs> Me undies. Whoa. <laughs> you know that feeling you get when you're crush text you unexpectedly no not suspicion of course i'm talking about little butterflies little love flutters because meundies knows meundies knows what's up this valentine's day you can get yourself a new limited edition me undies from their new collection add some heat to your v-day with me undies and get 25 percent off your purchase plus get free shipping free returns so simple. All you got to do is go to MeUndies.com slash Crendor. MeUndies are the undies that I've had on me. I say that all the time because it's true. I We have worn MeUndies collectively for 800 years, I think. It's been 800 it is, minimum. Yeah, minimum. minimum. That's just, we're, you know, we're being, we're being, you know, conservative on that number. And that's because we love them so much. Just like you will. Love is supposed to be fun. MeUndies are fun. Whether, you, you know, you love someone else or just yourself, which is, you know, self-love's the best love. It's usually going to be a good time. That's why MeUndies has super comfortable, cute undies, bralettes, loungewear. We're talking all sorts of things with flirty new prints for this V-Day season. Comfort is so sexy. So get matching with someone you love or, you know, just match with your favorite ball of fur for the cutest pics anyone has seen on your timeline. Available in sizes extra small to 4XL. They have something for every booty to fall in love with, MeUndies is offering you right now, like I said, 25% off your first order plus free shipping. And if you don't like it, you can return it, but I'm going to tell you, you're going to like it. All you got to do is go to MeUndies.com slash Crendor. That's me. That's MeUndies.com slash Crendor. That's me. Also, today we're brought to you by Factor. We're getting into it. The new year is, we are already in February, people. I know you got goals. I know you probably forgot those goals, but if you're still trying and you're not going to give up, Factor's here to help you achieve all of those goals, especially when it comes to losing some pounds. Fuel up fast with ready-to-eat, nutritious meals delivered straight to your door, leaving you with time and energy to tackle everything on your to-do list. Achieve all of those goals you set for 2023 with Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. No matter what your lifestyle is, Factor is delicious. It's got flavor-packed meals to help you live your life to the fullest with keto, calorie smart, vegan plus veggie options, protein plus options, all sorts of great weekly menu items prepared for you by chefs and approved dietitians who know what's up. They've got 34 chef-prepared, dietitian-approved weekly options. There's always something to try, plus... You can round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of 36-plus sweets, juices, smoothies, all sorts of satisfying add-ons. And if you want to take a break, you want to cut back, Factor lets you do that super easy, no hassle. And all their meals ready in just two minutes. You can't beat it. Right now, if you want to get in on Factor and change your perspective on all the things you need to tackle this year, head over to factormeals.com slash cox50 and use code cox50 to get 50% off your first box. That's code cox50 at factormeals.com to get 50% off your first box when you use code cox50. C-O-X-5-0. All right, Crendor, let's go to chapter number seven. This guy with Crendor. How's the traffic out there? Oh, boy. We got traffic, and it is traffic-y. Uh, you got cars backed up. You got Teslas cutting across five lanes of traffic. Uh, it's wild. Um, <laughs> also, wait. Oh, oh, yeah. There we go. Oh no, we were kind of free falling there. You were hovering. Yeah, you were falling <laughs> yeah, a little bit. That's, that's fine. 
Uh, we're back. Uh, also, somebody, I just went to look for a, a weather location here, and somebody said to mention that Marie Kondo is messy now. She is not tidying up as much anymore. Uh-oh. What does you. that mean? What happened to her? Uh, well, apparently, according to this thing, uh, she's just busy, she's got kids, and now she lets her home get a bit messy. Now, I, I feel like when she says messy... It's still more clean than most people's houses. Yeah, what is her definition of messy? Yeah, I'd love to see that. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, there's a couple, like, shirts on the floor or something. You know what I mean? Like, she's not, you know, she's not like some people. Like, see, now nah, I can leave my Cheez-It boxes all over the ground. Like, no, we're not hitting that territory, you know? Um, thank you. Thanks, Grendor. I would love to see what her messy looks like. I really want to. I want to as well. Because <laughs> it would give me some sort of baseline. Because <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I uh, got a box in the mail, uh, and I opened that box, and that box has been sitting by the door eh, for like three days, and I want to know, is that considered messy or lazy, or both to her? Because I keep thinking, oh, well, I don't want to just throw the box out, I'm going to put stuff in the box, and then I'll just take it down to the dump with all the stuff, like, trash in it. All right. But it's just been sitting there, and I haven't, like, compiled enough trash to take anything to the dump, so it's just sitting there, and it's like just a box. And I feel, you know, you know me, part of me is like, I need to get rid of that. That's just, it's just sitting there. And the other part of me is like, but Jesse, it wouldn't, it, you would save a trip if you just did everything at once. And so, yeah, that's, uh, would Marie Kondo hate me? <laughs> I need to know. I need to know what her messy is. Uh, yeah, let's see. Does this say anything about it? Styling trend. There's like pictures here. I don't know if these are her official pictures though. Like she says... My home is messy, but the way I am spending my time is the right way for me at this time and stage of my life. Okay, well, let's see a picture. She emphasized the Japanese idea of kurashi, or way of life, strays from her once hard and fast rule for eliminating clutter and junk. Instead, her goal is to spark joy in other ways. Okay. While the ultra-tidy author probably doesn't have a designated junk drawer like the rest of us, it seems that her growing family has humbled her enough to blah, blah, blah. Tidying up means dealing with all the things in your life. So, so what do you really want to put in order? I just want to see these pictures. <laughs> Maybe, you know what I just realized? I, I went to go look this up. This isn't Marie Kondo, but this person, Rachel Crawford, you know what? I think she best describes it for me. Because I'm so busy all the time, having things means more stuff to, like, handle right yeah and sh and she says minimalism doesn't mean always tidy it just means easily tidied yo that's exactly how i feel that's the true. reason why i like less stuff is because i don't have to like keep tidying up all the time i can go about my life come home and if like uh, stuff is out of place i move like three things and i'm good yeah no i mean that's true that that is exactly how i feel I, the reason why i don't like things is because i gotta like you know, always handle them and all the time to always be handling things. So the less stuff I have, I feel like more relieved and yeah, easily tidied is exactly, I don't have to spend a lot of time. Yeah. So when I'm like, Oh, I, I cleaned my home. It took me like, you know, 20 minutes to do. Yeah. No, we, uh, we were doing that too. The last month or so of January is kind of tidying up, getting rid of things, donated a bunch of stuff. So it feel, it feels good when you get rid of stuff and then you get, more like storage, you get more space. You, there is less you got to worry about. It is very nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's all I'm saying, man. That hit me. I don't know why today was the day <laughs> I need to see that, but I felt like justified. <laughs> all <Yeah>. right. <laughs> I am. You know what? I am busy, and I'm gonna leave that box there. Damn it. Yeah. And that's the traffic. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's go to weather. Weather. We got a weather request. Uh, it says, please do weather for New Ross in Ireland. There's Kennedy statues all over the place and a big emigration ship. I don't even know what a Kennedy statue is. Uh, of the Kennedys, maybe? Maybe. I don't know. Is that where he's from? What is this, what is this place called? New Ross. New Ross, Ireland. Oh, and then... Yeah, there you are. New Ross, Wexford, Ireland. It is 37 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, currently feels like 34. You got a high of 37, low of 36. Wait, that doesn't make sense. It's 34. Whatever. Humidity, 94%. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Pressure, 30.77 inches. Visibility, 9 miles, 8.02 a.m. sunrise, 5.21 p.m. sunset. Winds going at 3 miles an hour, dew point 35. UV index 0 of 10 with a full moon. Full moon. 10 day. Uh, we got Monday, partly cloudy, 49 degrees Fahrenheit. Tuesday, 51, cloudy. Wednesday, 48, mostly cloudy. Thursday, partly cloudy with 48. Friday, you got 51 degrees, cloudy. Saturday, 50 degrees, mostly cloudy. And then from there on out, it's pretty much 50 degrees with rain for numerous days, which I actually love. I love 50 degree rain. That's one of my favorite weathers. You have mentioned this, yes? Yeah, love it. It's great. The town has this like old vibe to it. Like it looks very, very old. It does, yes. Uh, and there's like some things, you know, like Scully O'Brien's pub. And I'm like, yeah, that seems like <laughs> Irish as shit. But then there's like Pauline's bar. And I'm like, what the hell is Pauline's bar? And then right next to that is the Holy Grail restaurant, New Ross. And I'm like, what the hell is the Holy Grail restaurant? The first photo makes it look like it is from 1904. <laughs> Let me send you this image. It looks okay. so. It looks like a place your grandparents would go eat. And then okay. you look at the food, and it looks amazing. It's look like delicious looking Indian food. Oh yeah, it does look like an old type of. Oh my god! Wow, yeah. The food looks great, but the, like <laughs> the restaurant looks so. This is I, what I imagine every restaurant in this city is like. I did not expect that. Right? Oh, look it that. looks. It looks delicious, and then you're just like, wait a minute, hold on. Yeah, mom, look at that. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm trying to find other other restaurants in the city that have pictures of their food, but most of the restaurants don't have pictures of their food. For oh, here we go. Sid's Diner. <laughs> <laughs> here it is. Now this is... Take a look at this one. Sid's, Sid's Diner. diner. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Sid's <laughs> Diner looks like a diner. The food looks like a diner. This is the most American Irish thing I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is 100%. They even have a John Deere tractor out front. <laughs> yeah, they really do. Look at that. I, question to Ireland. Is this a drive through town? I feel like this is... Hold on. I'm going to scroll out. I feel like this is a... We're driving through to some place. Oh, yeah. It's like south of Dublin, kind of on... One of the highways, kind of. Ah, uh, yeah. And it's like you're driving south to, I don't know where the hell you're going, Cork? Somewhere. Waterford? I don't know where you're going. <laughs> but it's kind of like in the middle of, of, you know, it's not like a huge town. Yeah. So it has that vibe of like, okay, welcome to our little town. But yeah, then, town. again, some of the restaurants, there's this place uh, called Man Manion's Pub. It looks like an old folks' home, but right. the food looks delicious. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's just because everything is sort of, you know, it looks like it's from 1910. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. It just sense. has that vibe. It's kinda, you know, it's East Coast a little bit like that. Sure, sure, sure. Except in America, everything has to look new. Yeah. Right? So everyone, like, remodels the inside of it. To make it look fancy, they're not doing that here. Some of this stuff it clearly looks like it has been around for a long time. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Like the three bullet gate bar and lounge. This place is. Oh, my God. Look at this. Hold on. This is definitely. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, this look, this place looks like it hasn't been updated since like 1930. <laughs> yep. Holy shit, but I would be there in a heartbeat. Look at that. They got a little fireplace, but it's like a tiny-ass fireplace. It, you know what it looks like? It looks like when I was a kid in, like, the mid-80s, my grandmother would take me to the Foreign Legion. Oh, is that not the Foreign Legion? The, uh, Ameri like the, the American, American Legion. The American Legion, yeah. Yeah. Legion Halls. Yeah, take me down to the Legion Hall, and this would... Uh, this is exactly what it looks like. It was yeah. barely held together. <laughs> everyone was kind of like, this is old, but, you know, everyone was just hanging out. It look, it has that vibe. Yeah, they're there to just, they don't care. They're there to just drink and They have a cigarette machine behind the counter. Like, yeah. it, it looks like, yeah, but you know it's got, it, it has 84 reviews, almost five stars. 
Oh, yeah. You know they love it there. <laughs> they definitely do. And, well, that's uh, that's the weather. All right, let's go to sports. Sports. Uh, sports. So we got some big sports news. Uh, football. The Super Bowl is going to be happening next week. It is the Eagles and the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Yeehaw. Um, then over in the NBA, the Nets are trading Kyrie Irving to the Dallas Mavericks. And taking a look at the standings, we've got the Celtics, Bucks, 76ers, Nets, Cavs, Heat, with the Knicks, Hawks, Bulls, Pacers right behind them. And then in the West, you got the Nuggets, Grizzlies, Kings, Clippers, Suns, Mavericks, with the Warriors, Timberwolves, Jazz, Pelicans behind them. And then over in hockey, we got the Bruins in first, the Hurricanes still in first, the Dallas Stars in first by one point over the Jets, and the Kraken and the Kings tied in first with the Vegas Golden Knights one point behind them. Uh, and spring training for baseball is going to be starting in, uh, I think, just a couple weeks here, February 13th the camps open so actually next week they uh they start spring training camps opening so we're uh, we're almost to baseball again granted baseball is pretty much like three-fourths of the year anyway <laughs> i was about to say <laughs> so. we're almost always <laughs> baseball time <laughs> yep uh and that's sports all right what is our fact of the day fact of the day we've got a big fact here. Ants have a built-in Fitbit. What? <laughs> While previous research found that ants use visual cues, a 2007 study discovered that desert ants have an internal pedometer that helps them keep track of their travels and find their way back home. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Only specifically those ants? Uh... I guess so, yeah. I guess it's just desert ants. I guess normal ants don't, or maybe they do, but they didn't study them, so they only know desert ants do. <laughs> they only know. Yeah, we didn't study <laughs> those guys. We're not going to make general assumptions. <laughs> um, so yeah, look at that. Ants. They got pedometers. I mean, that's fascinating. I guess you would have to have something internally to figure out how to, you know, how far you walked when the world is huge. You know what I mean? Like, uh, for us... We, we have a, like a planetary perspective of if I'm in a city, I can find my way home in that city. But, you know, to an ant, that might just be the, like the colony. You know what I mean? Yeah. That isn't even that's like if you left the city and then wandered however far, if you like extrapolate however far. And then it's like, all right, find your way back. I don't know that a lot of people could do that. Yeah, I don't think so. I think a lot of people get lost. That's what I'm saying. Like if you had to be like, OK, uh, go to the edge of the galaxy, then find your way back. That's kind of like the vibe I get. Where it's like, I don't know if I can do that. And it's like, well, <laughs> that's what the ants are doing. <laughs> yeah, no, it's... Uh, I, I can't even imagine having that type of ability. You can kind of track it. You're like, I think I went like this, but they must like actually know. Like They're confident yeah. in what they know. I love that. Co I love ant confidence. That's my favorite. <laughs> love ant, ant confidence. confidence. <laughs> Big fan. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm happy those ants found confidence. That's some ant self-love right there. That is. That's Good why it's your fact of the day. <laughs> All right. What is our big news story of the day? Big news story of the day. So here's one that I didn't even read this article, but I clicked it because it sounds like something we do and I need to know. Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> Researcher thinks he solved Bigfoot mystery, and you can do the math, too. Wait, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Yeah. A data scientist thinks he solved the mystery of Bigfoot, not by searching for the creature out in the wilds, but examining the math. In a new preprint study published online in BioRxiv, data analyst Flo Foxen says many sightings could actually be black bears, which can be roughly the same size and shape of Sasquatch when on hind legs. He's even come up with a simple formula. Sasquatch sightings were statistically significantly associated with bear populations that such, on average, one sighting is expected for every 900 bears. 
Based on statistical considerations, it's likely that many supposed Sasquatch are really just misidentified known forms. Is Bigfoot... If Bigfoot is there, he writes, it may be many bears. The study includes a map showing black bear population and Bigfoot sightings overlapping in some places, especially the Pacific Northwest. But it also shows two big exceptions. Texas and Florida, of course. Whoa! <laughs> the two states had plenty of Bigfoot sightings, but Texas has no real bear population, and Florida... Does have met, I mean, they do have drug issues, though. They do have drugs, both of them. Yes, uh, both. A lot of drugs. Yeah, and Florida... That might counterbalance. <laughs> Those, he wrote, could be explained by other animals, or even people mistaken for Bigfoot. <laughs> Usually, when people say they've seen something like Bigfoot, they aren't lying about what they think they saw. But that doesn't mean they aren't mistaken. Foxen's analysis cites previous studies, including a 2009 report published in Journal of Biogeography that also found a distinct overlap between black bear populations and Bigfoot sightings. The authors of that study wrote that the overlap suggests that many sightings of this cryptozoid may be cases of mistaken identity. Uh, but while Foxen thinks Bigfoot sightings might be explained by bears, he also debunked the common explanation for the Loch Ness Monster. Some have speculated that the sightings could be spawned by giant eels swimming in the loch. Turns out... I'm more upset about giant eels. <laughs> turns out the math doesn't work. He uh -oh. told the Telegraph that spotting a three-foot eel would be one in 50,000 event in the loch. For an eel, it's about 20 feet or more. Uh, the probability is practically next to zero. Damn, dude. I love the sort of skeptical science-based nature of this. It's exactly how I feel all the time, <laughs> especially doing another podcast about yep. this stuff. Yeah. I'm just like, no, no, no. There, I'm totally convinced most of the weird sightings of creatures are just like a weird looking animal that already exists. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah. I think uh, so. No, I'll allow a little room that maybe there's like something, but I'd say 99.999% is like, well, I sure I had a little bit to drink, but I swear <laughs> that thing looked like a man ape. Like, <laughs> no, I don't, mm, I don't know. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think you just look at how you react, like as a person, not us, but like just analyze yourself. Like there's times I'll walk in through a door and I'll see like a thing on the ground. I'm like, oh, it's cat. And it's just like a statue. And I'm like, oh, it was just a statue. Like your brain kind of just puts things there, even if it's yeah. not what it is. Especially if you want to see it, right? Yeah. There's a, there was a study that happened a little bit ago where they were testing the amount of sleep you got compared to your openness to believe in the paranormal or extraterrestrial, like that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And those who get less sleep or those who suffer from insomnia are significantly more likely to say they either believe or have seen something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're like, it could be you're just sleep deprived and your <laughs> brain is making you see things or putting together things that you don't quite understand or recognize into something else. And... The, it, but the best part is even that study was like, now this isn't 100% the case, and we're not saying... I love how everyone keeps their options open just in case a ghost shows up like, what up, haters? <laughs> <laughs> Which admittedly, I do too. Yeah. I would love to see a ghost or alien. or I want to see them. I, if I see a ghost, all right, I've got absolute proof of an afterlife. Good. Uh, you know, I'm feeling great. If I see yeah. an alien, oh, damn, I now have proof of aliens. Like, I would feel fine with any of that. Yeah. Sign me up. <laughs> yeah i agree i think uh you know plus like now everybody's got their phones and cameras and everything yeah, nothing has to be blurry anymore but now there's still nobody it always fine. is though for some reason yeah we have the <laughs> highest tech stuff we've ever had we have more cameras all over the world we capture all sorts of stuff but anytime there's a weird like paranormal extraterrestrial thing or whatever crypto animal it's always blurry every time <laughs> Yeah, it never fails. And then, of course, if I say that, I'm going to get a message that's like, well, that's because they, they have an aura. The, a blur yeah, aura. they have an aura. that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't you see? Like, oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I'll never, you'll never be wrong. There, yep. Okay. I see how this works. Yep. You'll never win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty much it. And that's pretty much it for this <laughs> episode. <laughs> All right, Crentor. Hit him with the socials.
We got socials first. Patreon.com slash Crendor. Patreon.com slash Jesse Cox. Boom. Look at that. More Patreon promotion. Uh, also, you can find this podcast on YouTube.com slash Cox and Crendor podcast. All one word. Click the like, comment, subscribe. Comment your weather requests or funny things you've seen or whatever. Uh, also, go to YouTube.com slash Cox and Crendor if you want to see the animations. They're all up over there. Also, we're on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, or some other places. Uh, you can also find us on our main things. YouTube.com slash Jesse Cox. YouTube.com slash Crendor. Twitch TV Jesse Cox. Twitch TV Crendor. Uh, TikTok Jesse Cox. TikTok. TikTok Crendor. Twitter Jesse Cox. Twitter Crendor. Facebook Jesse Cox. Facebook Crendor. Instagram Notorious Cox. Instagram Crendor was taken. And uh, we... That's all I got. Okay. That's it for us. Thanks so much. We'll see y'all next time. <laughs> Forgot what uh, what this was. And uh, hey, as always, to be continued.